It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, always alive as well on the free Odyssey app. We start each show the day after a Commander's game, or in this case, two days after, after Happy New Year, with first and ten. We spent the first three of our ten observations talking about Sam Howell, so let's get to four through ten quickly. And then we'll take some of your calls coming up at 4.30 uh, Ron Rivera declined to name a starting quarterback today for week 18 against the Cowboys. Who do you think should start? We'll talk through it and take your opinions at 301-230-0980 coming up in about 10 minutes. But, Anthony, let's hit him with number four. So do people believe me when I tell you the run game is good now? It was funny watching Twitter on Sunday and being like, oh, hey, they run the ball. This is cool. Um, until that final carry that Ron inexplicably gave Brian uh, <laughs> Robinson uh, for two yards at the end of the game. Let's use all our timeouts in a game that we're down double digits and then come out and run the ball with the first play. What are we doing? A lack of organizational cohesiveness, a defining aspect of the Ron Rivera era. Anyway, point is, until that, the running backs were open, averaging over five yards a carry. Still, they averaged in the 4-8, 4-9 range for the game. They just have good backs, like straight up. The, one, this offensive line is built to run versus pass protect, which is hilarious because they pass the ball more than anyone else in the league. And two, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson are very good football players. And again, I will never, ever understand why they did not give them the ball more this year in the easiest way possible, which is handing it to them. Number five. Number five. Is the other side of that uh, on the defense. Man, the commander's run defense was bad. Um... <laughs> The Commanders did not have a single defensive player grade above 65. Or, or sorry, they have one defensive player grade above 65 on PFF. One. That was it. One. I think it was Quan. Um, and he was like 65.1. Nobody above a 66. Brutal. And the biggest reason why is because def- like when it came to running the ball, the Niners got whatever they wanted. McCaffrey, um, all their other backs down the list. Like Debo, um, they they all were able to get big chunks with consistency, and it just doesn't make sense on a defense that has John Allen and Deron Payne in the middle. Um, their past defense has gotten a lot better since Ron has taken over, but they cannot stop the run. And I don't know whether it's a fit, a run fit issue, a guys just not playing well issue. Um, I don't know. And apparently neither do they. Um, the Niners are the best running team in the league. Like, bar none. They just scheme it up. They execute it better than everyone else. But still, yikes. Number six. Emmanuel Forbes looks like a rookie in around his, like, fifth, sixth, seventh game. And I just will never understand, speaking of things I'll never understand, why he didn't get more playing time this season. Because you look at some of the things that happened to him on Sunday, you know, from tracking Ayuk on the on the scramble drill touchdown, where Purdy makes a heck of a play, to the the ball that he drops right over Forbes' uh, outstretched arm. There's another play where he gets his hand on one and it kind of goes through his hand and IU catches it anyway. But there's just a bunch of plays on Sunday that if you thought that Forbes, or if Forbes had more experience, I should say, you'd think that his timing and kind of his technique would be a little bit better, a little bit cleaner because he'd be used to the speed. And maybe he makes a play or two versus, or doesn't get lose Ayuk in the end zone and experience matters. And uh, well, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense that the first round pick didn't get the chance to get experience. Meanwhile, 
Number seven. Quan Martin may be their best defensive player the last couple of weeks. And they let him play through mistakes. And they let him grow into his role this season. And there were times where it was really, really bad. But they just kept putting him out there and coaching him up. And Quan has developed into a really, really solid football player that I think has the potential to keep growing into a, like, not just a solid young player, but like a good NFL player, which is what you want from a second round pick. Something the commanders haven't gotten out of a second round pick in a long time. Maybe since Preston Smith, um, who I was reminded is still good uh, this weekend as I got a chance to watch the Packers and Vikings on Sunday night. You're like, oh yeah, he used to be here. They let him go. And, um... Now he's still sacking quarterbacks. Cool, cool, cool. If only this team needed an edge rusher. Anyway, the point is that Quan got to play through stuff, and the experience has helped him grow. Meanwhile, Forbes did not get that chance, and he looks like a guy who could use some experience. Again, don't get it. Don't get it at all. Number eight. Which brings me to something I've been thinking about, something I've been stirring on, something I'll flush out more in preparation of the big changes that we all know are coming next week. We're just trying to like define, if you word cloud, if you will, the Ron Rivera era here in D.C. And one word that keeps coming to mind for me is favoritism. And the reason I go favoritism is it just feels like there are some guys who get good quality what you'd want treatment and other guys who get the raw end of the stick and it doesn't seem to have a rhyme or reason as to who gets screwed and who gets opportunity and sometimes the guys who get opportunity probably should get less opportunity like who is he loyal to and who is he not from coaches to players to whatever like I just I there's no consistency to it and I think that's something you feel. And so, you know, we'll talk about the culture change and whether or not it was real and are they better, are they worse, uh, and try to make sense all of that more so next week when it's over. Let's see what happens in this final week of the season. But And not that it, much is going to change. It's just, you know, we got more pressing stuff to talk about while there's still a game to go. But I think for me, when I think of some of the defining elements uh, and defining words, defining characteristics of the Ron Rivera era, one is favoritism. And I don't get why Quan Martin is one of the favorites and why Emmanuel Forbes is not. They should both be treated very highly. They're top picks. Again, maybe I will say this. Maybe Ron at times has actually protected players by not outing bad behavior and not necessarily like bad, bad behavior, like they're out doing whatever, like not being focused, not being locked in in meetings. And he doesn't want to out stuff that's happening inside the building. And if that's the case, okay. Like I can respect that. Um, but it, it's certainly from the outside based off what we know doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I will, I will give the possibility of that happening uh, or that, that being a thing. Uh, I'll leave that open. Number nine, Sam Cosby's a freaking baller. Um, Sam Cosby, you know, we talk about this offensive line a lot. Uh, a lot of people think it's terrible. I would say it's painfully mediocre. Um, they have done some things very well. They've done other things terribly. Sometimes it's situational, yada, yada. Through it all, especially since like middle of the season, Sam Cosme has been incredible. He was the highest rated player on PFF again on Sunday. And PFF has him as one of the highest rated players in the league, if not the highest rated offensive lineman, I think I read, or maybe even highest rated player since like week 13. He has been awesome. He murders people in the run game. He's allowed zero sacks since week 13. And for an offense that struggles uh, with a lot of stuff, 
Um, he has just been a rock, and that's great because, you know, we talk about second-round picks. That's the one that's working out, not at the position they thought. Um, but there's that. Uh, there's that success story, I guess, which leads me to the final thing. Number 10. Andrew Wiley, contract-wise, makes sense to bring back. I don't know that he makes sense at right tackle. So if you can bring in a free agent right tackle that you feel really good about and address left tackle in the draft, that second pick or third pick or whatever it winds up being, or second round, whatever whatever it winds up being, but you can address left tackle in the draft, or even if Leno is back, you could have a good offensive line next year if Ricky Stromberg works out and Andrew Wiley shifts into guard and plays guard at the level that I think most people think he's capable of and that he's played out at the past. Like, if your offensive line is free agent right tackle who's good, Cosme, your stud on the right side. Schomburg, uh would, would as your third round pick in his second year at center, like he can succeed. Uh, and then your left guard would be Wiley and then left tackle either Leno or, or hopefully an upgrade. Um, and again, Leno's like a middle of the pack tackle. So if you can upgrade, that means you're getting a top half good left tackle. Um, that offensive line's pretty darn good. And you should be able to, to have a much different offense uh, and success rate on offense thanks to the line next season. Just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, so that is first and 10. 10 takeaways, 10 thoughts after watching the game on Sunday. Uh, I guess technically we'll do one more. Uh, I don't know how much purpose it will have, but we will do one more uh, next week. And then during the playoffs, we also do playoff version first and 10. So we got first and 10 for you on Mondays, or in this case, Tuesday, all the way through the Super Bowl. When we get back here on the Hoffman Show, we will take your calls 301 230 0980. That's 301 230 0980. The Ace Law listener line talking about. Whether or not Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett should start next week. I guess whether Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett should be the starter next week. Your calls are takes as well next here on the Team 980 and streaming live on YouTube at the Team 980.